Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover and dissect mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today we're taking a trip to 1967 with the Beach Boys and their curious little album, Smiley Smile. Now released in the wake of Smile's cancellation earlier that year, this album is a really interesting one. It comprised of the two singles, Heroes and Villains and Good Vibrations, as well as nine other tracks recorded exclusively at Brian's home studio with a couple of minor exceptions. And they're a really rough home feel, but they're such complex productions as well, especially vocally, that make it a really interesting one to pick apart. Of course, this was only originally released in mono in 1967, getting its first stereo mix in 2012. First issued in Japan, then in the rest of the world in August of that year with a slightly modified stereo mix, especially on a few of the tracks. We also have a few odd stray mixes here and there, so we'll cover those as we go through each track. But before we get into the main episode itself today, I of course want to, as always, give a huge shout out to my wonderful patrons, whose support helps keep the show going, of course. I want to give a huge shout out especially to our newest patrons this month, those being Adrian Pounce and Michael Bagford. So thank you both for joining. And if you too want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash back to mono. We have tiers at all values and extra content Mixology and otherwise there as well. And this Sunday on Mixology on 45, we'll be taking our first look at Steppenwolf on the show with the single Magic Carpet Ride back with Suki Suki. So that's sure to be a wonderful time there. But with all that out of the way though, I think it's time to dig into the album at hand with its opening cut, Heroes and Villains. As I said, this is one of the tracks with a stray mix, and that being the 2001 stereo presentation of the single mix on the Hawthorne California collection. We do also have a 2017 stereo mix, which was first issued in its complete form on the Sounds of Somerset last year. But as I covered that compared with the 2012 stereo mix on my Sounds of Summer episode, I shan't be covering that today. Rather, go back and look at it there, as I'd simply be doing the same thing here. Also, due to the mixture of mixes here, we'll be comparing the mono mix to the common Rest of the World 2012 stereo mix first, and then comparing all other stereo mixes to this, as otherwise it gets a bit of a mess. So, starting as I said with the mono and the regular stereo. So, looking at the first verse, the vocals are generally way up in the mix in stereo, with the backing track kind of losing a lot of the power of the mono, though the clarity, especially in the backing vocals, is outstanding in the stereo, and that really goes to the rest of the album as well. Start with the mono, and move into stereo. I've been in this town so long that back in the city I've been taken for a lost and gone and unknown for a long, long time. Into stereo. Fell in love years ago with an innocent girl from the Spanish and Indian The final organ lick at the end of the first verse section is completely absent in the stereo. Let's hear this in mono first, and then again in stereo. Hey, 
and again in stereo. Now the chorus has the vocals mixed a little tighter than the verse, but appears to leave in the tambourine part from the smile track, while the mono only retains the organ and the harpsichord. Mono into stereo. <laughs> At the end of the chorus in mono, the main track fades down into the organ, which is then held longer before the verse cuts back in. In stereo, the vocals remain right up and the verse cuts in earlier. Mono, then again in stereo. And again in stereo. The next verse, as will break down later, does not have the master, so the monomix remains in the centre, while the backing vocals and organ lick have been synced up from the first verse in stereo, thickening the sound of these and interestingly adding some mild phasing to the latter. We'll hear the whole section in mono, then again in stereo. And again in stereo. cappella section then has the echo chamber used in the mono mix down present in said mix, while it's much drier comparatively in stereo. The edit into Children Are Raised also differs, coming in while the note is still loud and clear in mono, while the stereo fades this down somewhat and has the next section come in a little later. We'll let this run into the next section, as might get somewhat lost in the stereo, and then the echo impulse used on Brian's Wise is much weaker in stereo, while it's got a nice boomy sound in mono. Mono first, and then again in stereo. <laughs> Children were raised, you know, they suddenly rise. They started so long ago, head to toe, helping wealthy and wise. And again in stereo. <laughs> Children were raised, you know, they suddenly rise. They started slow long ago, head to toe, healthy, wealthy, and wise. 
Then, at the end of this section, the organ is mixed much louder in mono, and a longer pause is left before the final verse starts up. The backing vocals under this are also louder, or the lead vocals quieter, and mixed with some of that wonderful vintage echo to make them more distant than the stereo, which hard pans them and brings them up front. Mono first, and then again in stereo. And again in stereo. I've been in this town so long, so long to the city. I'm fit with the stuff to ride in the And finally, the edit into that final chorus is smoother in stereo, while in mono it comes in a hair early, making it quite a shock when it cuts in. But maybe this works for the best. We'll hear this first in mono, and then again in stereo. And sunny down snuff, I'm alright. By the heroes and... And again, in stereo. And sunny down snuff, I'm alright. By the heroes and... As to the aforementioned Japanese stereo mix, while hard to tell in the mix itself, the use of reverb and echo plugins has been tweaked between the mixes and some vocal automation modified. We'll highlight points of this as we go through. So, for the first verse, Brian's vocals have been slightly narrowed in the Japanese mix compared with the rest of the world, and the little organ overdub at the end of the first verse is absent in the Japanese, making for a fun isolation. We'll hear it in the rest of the world mixed, then the Japanese, and then the somewhat isolated part. So, rest of the world first. And again in Japan. And now the isolated part. Now the organ at the end of the first chorus has been boosted more so in the Japanese and slightly tamed in the rest of the world mix. It is worth noting that a lot of the Japanese mix has a slightly heavier bottom end, so it could be due to this. Japanese, then rest of the world. And again, in the rest of the world. The vocals at the end of the fourth verse are boosted a little more in the Japanese, with the additional reverb applied in said mix. Let's highlight this, Japanese first, then again, rest of the world. And again, in the rest of the world. Do, 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 do. 
The left channel backing vocals during Children Are Raised are louder in the Japanese mix when compared with the rest of the world mix. And Brian's vocal, which we've established is drier than the mono mix, is absolutely bone dry in the Japanese compared to the slight echo applied to the rest of the world. We'll hear the Japanese first, and then again in the rest of the world. My children were raised, you know they suddenly rise. They started slow, long ago, head to toe, healthy, wealthy, and wise. And again in the rest of the world. My children were raised, you know they suddenly rise. They started slow, long ago, head to toe, healthy, wealthy, and wise. This is where I also want to acknowledge the 2001 stereo mix, as this is an unusual hybrid mix. Of course the whole mix is treated differently, so we shan't hone in on every little reverb moment, but the first verses have the vocals wide panned and the backing tracks seemingly processed into fake stereo, the same way Mark did a couple of years later with the 2003 mix of Dance Dance Dance, which you can hear on my Sounds of Summer episode. With this in mind, we'll hear the first verse, with the 2012 stereo mix first, into the 2001. I've been in this town so long and back in the city I've been taken for a lost and gone and I've known for a long, long time. Into the 01. Fell in love years ago with an innocent girl from the Spanish and Indian home of the heroes and The chorus then uses the 1966 backing track, as at this stage the organ overdub from the Spanish Smile version was missing in action. Thus, here we'll start with the 2001 and move into the stripped back next verse, as we established, doesn't have a stereo master anymore, or a multi-track master should I say, so here it's presented entirely in a reprocessed fake stereo manner. As we said, the 2012 uses other elements to make it stereo, but what we'll do here is hear the more natural 2012 into the overly processed 2001. The Children of Rays section then has the Daddy Dada much higher in the 2001, being very soft in the 2012, appropriately compared to the mono. 2001 into 2012. My children were raised, you know they suddenly rise. It's 2012. The final verse is then drenched in added reverb in the 2001, as you'd expect. 2012 into 2001. I've been in this town so long, so long to the city. Into the one. I'm fit with the stuff to ride in the rough and sunny down snuff. I'm the final fail in the 2001 is also a lot shorter, though, of course, it's actually ending kind of at the same point. 
What we'll do is hit the whole fade in the 2012 with the nice longer downward spiral, and then again in the shorter 2001. And again in the 2001. As I said, there is a 2017 modification on the expanded edition of Sounds of Summer from 2022, but as I said, go over and check that out in the episode dedicated to that release. With that in mind, we can now move on to track two, Vegetables. Now here, we don't need to worry about that Japanese stereo mix as it's an exact bit match to the rest of the world's stereo, so we just have one regular stereo mix here. However, we do get a 2001 stereo mix just about. You see, this is a version of the track mixed to highlight that there's an entire chunk in the middle that was edited out. And while I do prefer the length of the mono, I think it makes it more succinct and tighter, it's interesting to hear this. For the purpose of this episode, what we'll be doing is treating this like a new mix of the same structure. So I created a version for myself that chopped out the extra section. This was also presented in an extended version on the Sunshine Tomorrow set in 2017, but this just uses the 2012 mix as a base, so we don't need to discuss it here. So, the stereo, much like the rest of the album, benefits from a huge leap in clarity, which makes the comparison a little difficult. Here, for instance, the vocals again appear to be louder in stereo, but the muddy sound of the mono may be to blame. However, during the first verse, we get some ambient noises in the background that have been muted in stereo, assumably on the sound effects track. Let's hear a section in mono, and then again in stereo. I'm gonna be round my vegetables, I'm gonna chow down my vegetables, I... And again in stereo. I'm gonna be round my vegetables, I'm gonna chow down my vegetables, I love... As for the 2001, this has the vocals panned wider than the 2012, with a heavy dose of reverb added to them. What we'll do is start with the mono, move into the 2012, and then the 2001, so we can get a proper highlight of the differences between these three mixes. So, mono first. I'm gonna be round my vegetables, I'm gonna chow down my vegetables, I... 2012? Love you most of all. My favourite vegetable. 2001. The edits are also different. From the sudden loud section into the a cappella section, we get a longer pause with the reverb tail here, and then a similar difference into the outro. The mono has the tightest edits of all three. It's also worth noting there's a much bigger dynamic leap in the stereo mixes as opposed to the mono, though all vocal elements seem similarly balanced. The a cappella section before the outro also has a little extra echo on Brian's voice in mono, while in 2012 the stereo keeps it drier. Of course, 2001 matched its own reverb-heavy presentation. As promised, we'll hear a sample from all three. Mono first. Oh, oh, oh. 
As for the outro, the bell piano overdub was lost or assumedly taped onto the mono master and so does not appear in the 2001 mix. The 2012 syncs up the mono with the stereo, meaning it is included, with some phasing at the expense of this. There may have been some attempt at extraction, but it's not entirely clear. The mono also single tracks the lead vocal, and reduces the volume of the backwards laugh backing vocals. The fade is also significantly longer in the 2001, while the mono and the 2012 essentially match. We'll move 2001, 2012, mono, and then back to the 2001. I know that you feel better when 2012 Mono I won We get a nice brief look now at full breaks and back to winter now the Japanese stereo again can be passed by. It has a slightly different EQ, but there's no actual mixing differences. So nothing to note here. So right at the start, the first percussive click is missing in stereo, meaning the organ starts solo. Mono, and again in stereo. And again in stereo. As to the body itself, the only real difference lies in the vocals, which are mixed way up and relatively dry in stereo, while they're muffled under with some echo applied in mono, giving a darker and more mysterious feel. Muddy mono into bright shiny stereo. Into stereo. She's going bald follows up next, and again we get a bit perfect match with the Japanese, so chuck that to the side. So, under the opening held S, there's a mumble at the start of what I assume is one of the backing vocal lines, only present in mono. This has been muted in stereo. This is the blink and you'll miss it one, but mono, then stereo. And again, in stereo. Overall, again, stereo has the vocals hovering around a little more, but just due to the clarity difference. So let's fade it up and move between. So, stereo into mono. Into mono. Interestingly, the edit in the middle doesn't change the timing at all, but the note leading into the edit is cut earlier in stereo, giving us a bigger gap before the next section. 
mono, and again in stereo. She drew a comb across her scalp and brushed what she and had again in stereo. She drew a comb across her scalp and brushed what she had left. I tried to salvage what I could and threw it aside. And finally, the guitar strums during the final section are mixed much softer in stereo, giving more of a dynamic shift. Let's hear one of these. Mono, then again in stereo. And again in stereo. Up next is Little Pad, and we do get a different Japanese mix here, so this means we have three mixes to choose from. Under the first Do It, the three from the counting is very clear in the left channel. In mono, it's barely audible. It's also relatively quieter in mono compared with stereo, where it matches the main vocal in volume. We'll hear this first in the mono, and then again in stereo. If I only had a And again in stereo. If I only had a now the edit from the intro to the chorus differs across all three. While the rest of the world's stereo mix matches in the timing of the mono, it fades down rather than cutting off, while the Japanese cuts hard on the end of the intro, making it come in earlier, but also feels weirdly vintage at the same time. There's also some damage present on this after the chorus enters in mono only, and the mono does cut off with a bit of a thump. Let's hear this transition in all three mixes. First in mono, then the Japanese, and then the rest of the world. And again in the Japanese. And the rest of the world. There's a thump at about 37 seconds in the mono mix. Sounds like a piano being closed, maybe, which has been muted in the stereo mix, unsurprisingly. This leads us succinctly into the clicks into the first verse, which are edited to match the mono in Japan, but are edited to time correctly in the rest of the world. We'll hear the thump in mono plus the clicks, then the clicks in Japan, then the lack of thump and differing clicks in the rest of the world. So, mono first. Then again, Japan. And the rest of the world. Interestingly, the second clicks are the same, whereby they differ again to the mono. This time underneath, the mono retains ambience, including the sound of fingers on electric guitar being slightly moved. Mono, then stereo. And again in the stereo. 
the saw sound at 1 minute 58 is slightly further to the right in the Japanese mix. Again, if you haven't got headphones on, you're really going to miss this. Japanese first, then the slightly more centered rest of the world. By the sea, that's where I'll build a pad in Hawaii. And again, in the rest of the world. By the sea, that's where I'll build a pad in Hawaii. And naturally, the final note is faded down slightly in stereo, while in mono it cuts quite aggressively. We'll hear the final note in stereo first, and then again in mono. And again in mono. Now side two opens up with good vibrations. This is a track that never really got a true stereo mix until last year on the Sounds of Summer Expanded Edition. And as a result, I first covered it on my episode there. I did also address the stereo extraction mix present on the 2012 version of Smiley Smile. And as such, there's nothing new to cover here. So instead, I'm just gonna, for the sake of completeness here, rather than directing you to my Sounds of Summer episode, plop in my spiel from that episode here. So things are gonna sound a little odd for a second. There'll probably be some slight tonal shift in my voice. And I believe a bit of darling will appear under my speaking. But let's jump back to 2022. So Fred, what have you got to say for us? Now we first have to take into account the 2012 extraction mix, which does, given the technology used at the time, a very decent job. If we look at the chorus, we have the theremin to the left, the cellos to the right, the bass central, and mic as well, and the backing vocals in stereo somewhat. The verse also has the organ left and the percussion over to the right. There is some creeping about from artifacting, but with the tech at the time, this is definitely a solid effort. The 2021, however, builds upon this work and the mono by combining extracted vocals with a multi-track of the backing track and some vocals left on the master. Right off the bat, this means the phasing issues on the organ present in the mono is absent and this is of course remaining in the 2012. However, we must note the 2021 is more reverb heavy, though in a way that matches the Pet Sound stereo mix when compared with the mono mix of that. And the most loved difference of all is that the S is missing on wares at the beginning, though this is likely due to the extraction tech losing it or an accidental edit. Also on this note is that an entire tambourine part given a track on its own on the now gone multi-track is not present in this mix because, well, it's gone. So we've got a few things to highlight here. What we'll do though is start off by highlighting that first verse for the panning difference there and the way that phasing does not occur in the new mix. We'll hear it first in the mono mix and then again in the 2021. I, I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair And again in the 2021. I, I love the colorful clothes you wear now, the nature of the multi-tracks means there is more discrete mixing in the backing track, though the panning on the chorus is not too different. 
The vocal panning, however, is different, being mostly mono, with the second half having a little more stereo information mixed in, seemingly with additional vocal layers being added from either a multi-track or the following chorus to fill this out. What we'll do is play the chorus first in the 2012 Extraction mix, and then again in the 2021 remix, so you can get a feel for how these differ on their approach here. Of course, we'll start with that In the second chorus, we can faintly hear the harpsichord now, or tack piano, I'm not actually sure, which was all but buried in the original mono. However, one must note that stereo naturally makes everything clearer, and as the mono suffers from the dubbing down and wear and tear on the master from the time, it could well be this is just a side effect of this. We'll start with the mono and move to the 2021. Once we get to the bridge, the tack piano stands out far more in stereo, but it's very clearly there in the mono too. Again, this is all down to the clarity of the mix. We'll start with the mono and open up into stereo. Into the 2021. Jumping back to my mention about the tambourine overdub earlier, in the last chorus, the tambourine is significantly quiet in the new mix. We'll hear it first in mono and then the 21. Now, the penultimate section of the track, the na 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 bit, to save you from my singing, uses a completely wrong recording of the backing from a different session with different instrumentation. This is most evident from the instrumentation over in the left hand channel. We'll hear it first in mono and then again in the 2021. And again in the 21. The 
edit into the outro also feels a little later in the 2021, with a hair more tambourine appearing prior to the end. After this, the fade is allowed to continue a little longer for that wonderful part left out in the single that only just here. We'll hear this first in mono and then again in the new stereo mix. And again in the 2021. Thanks for that 2022 Fred. Anyway, 2023 Fred here with our next song, the wonderful With Me Tonight. Again, coming with three slightly unique mixes. Now, the intro is worth noting. It's a different take between the two. It's a dedicated separate recording for the mono mix that has been spliced on. While in stereo what's been used is actually one recorded over the main backing track and then isolated with the instrumental faded out. Thus it's an alternate take but one that actually matches up with the main performance which is just interesting as an anecdote but regardless we'll hear a section of it in mono then again in stereo. And again in stereo. The good, which is obviously lovingly edited in to be in time, is slightly to the left in the rest of the world mix, but centrally panned in the Japanese. Japanese, then rest of the world. And again in the rest of the world. Weirdly, when putting these two stereo mixes out of phase, we're just left with a very distorted and bassy track, implying the difference mainly lies in the mastering in the bottom end, though this is near imperceivable without this comparison. Thus, we have no need to compare, but worth noting, so the only difference of note is the slightly shifted good. Anyway, as far as the stereo and mono mixes go, the main body is interestingly far faster in mono, assumedly sped up. The clarity as well gives a hugely different tonality to the track, especially the backing vocals. The organ also feels lower in the mix in stereo. We'll start at the first chorus, mono into stereo. Into stereo. The edit at 1 minute and 3 seconds in mono is smoothed over in stereo, as you'd expect. Mono, then again in stereo. And again in stereo. The organ in the last verse gets a gradual fade up until the chorus enters in mono, but stays down in stereo. 
The chorus after this also has the piano audible right away, while in stereo it only appears a little later, likely buried by the vocals. Let's hear this mono, and then again in stereo. the mono also treats us to a longer fade, naturally starting with a stereo. Mono. One of the most notable tracks here is Wind Chimes for its incredibly creepy and otherworldly vibe on this album. Now, the Japanese stereo has a slightly different EQ, so we don't need to cover it here, so we just have a mono and stereo mix which is wonderful for this track. Now, the stereo mix is the piano unmuted softly in the left channel, giving it a slightly more produced vibe, even if its appearances are sparse. The fact it's so distant over there as well gives it a slightly more mysterious feel, though the mono is still the darker mix. Let's hear this mono, and then again in stereo. Hanging down from my window Those are my wind chimes Wind chimes In the late afternoon and Again in stereo Hanging down from my window Dennis's vocals, and maybe some others, appear to have an ADT applied in stereo for a spread effect, which is clearest at 1 minute and 9 seconds. Let's hear this in stereo first, and then the very single tracked mono. And again in mono. There's a contained sneeze at 1 minute and 22 seconds which is absent in stereo and then the buzzing under the echo section after this is missing in stereo. Let's hear this in mono first with the sneeze and the buzzing and then the cleaned up stereo. And again in stereo. Two 
tinkling vocals have a differing echo in both mixes. The mono starts off drier, but by the second half, this has a much deeper, darker echo applied. We'll hear the whole section, mono, and then again in stereo. extra stereo delay effect added, giving everything a slightly slap feel, while the mono is much drier but very distant. The stereo then has a slightly longer fade. Stereo, into mono, into stereo. Into mono. Stereo. Up next is the wonderfully jarring transition of getting hungry, and the edit into the first verse has a longer pause in mono, so we'll hear it in mono, then again in stereo. I wake up in the morning. And again in stereo. I wake up in the morning. Just to the edit into the first chorus also comes sooner in mono. So mono and again in stereo. And again in stereo. Now both stereo mixes are relatively unique tonally, with not too much cancelling, but the general gist is the same. However, there's an edit of 57 seconds that is audible with a digital click in the rest of the world mix, putting the track slightly out of sync until the second chorus, where the gains sync again. It's a really odd one, but one I did want to point out. Let's hear that click in the rest of the world mix and then where it's absent in the Japanese. Again in the Japanese. Of course, that one I do want to say is absent in the mono because obviously there's no digital editing there. But anyway, the edit into the second verse has the organ overlap with mic in stereo while there's a hard splice in the mono mix. There's also some ambient noise just after this, only in the mono mix. Mono, and then again in stereo. And again in stereo. And then the backing vocals at 1 minute 19 are louder in the Japanese mix compared with the rest of the world. Rest of the world, then Japan. Continue, 
Again, in Japan. The echoed part at 1 minute 27 starts one echo earlier in mono, but the chorus still enters at the same moment. Mono, then again in stereo. Again in stereo. And at the end of the second chorus, the splice into the bridge comes earlier in mono, making the whole section move ahead in said mix. This isn't slight, this is quite notable. The backing vocals that come in after this as well are much louder in stereo. Mono, then again in the longer stereo. Again in stereo. I'm getting hungry. And then the final chorus enters earlier off this bridge in mono. So we'll have the shorter mono first, and then the longer stereo. And again in stereo. Hungry for my kind of woman. Hungry, hungry On the homeward stretch now, we get the smiley smile version of Wonderful. Now at three seconds, there's a melodica that is buried in the stereo mix. There's a moment we'll get to in a second where it can be heard in said mix, but we'll cover that in a sec. Here it is in mono first, then again with absent in stereo. She belongs there, left with her liberty, never known as a And again in stereo. She belongs there, left with her liberty, never known as a At 21 seconds, it's a digital click in the rest of the world mix only. This matches with the fact that the piano can be heard clearly entering at this moment in stereo, while it's still low in the mix in mono. This then has another melodica line following it, which is barely audible in stereo, but loud and clear in mono. To highlight this difference, we'll start with the mono, then we'll hear it again in the rest of the world, and finally, the Japanese without that click. Again, in rest of the world. And Japanese. The Japanese mix, interestingly, has the child background noises absent. Let's highlight from 33 seconds to 45 seconds where these are particularly prominent. Rest of the world stereo first, and then again in the Japanese. Of course, these are present in the mono. One golden locket, quite young, and loving her mother and father, father down the And again 
the Japanese. One golden locket, quite young and loving her mother and father, father down the path. The edit into the break, which is actually editing the same performance but two different mixes rather than two separate recordings is actually different but imperceivably so however of course the mono has extra hiss here so we'll hear it in mono then clean stereo including the na 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 section prior to highlight the louder organ under this in mono mono then again in stereo na, na, na. Again in stereo. At the end of the bridge, the organ continues under shield in stereo, but cuts off in the edit back to the first mix in mono, as you'd expect. Mono, then again in stereo. And again in stereo. At 2 minutes and 10 seconds, the inhales are far more prominent and unedited in the mono. And the final organ notes fade off with the vocals in stereo, while in mono it stays right there until it finishes. Let's hear it in the shorter stereo first, then the full length mono. And again in mono. And closing out the album is the little ditty Whistlein. The Japanese stereo mix here is just a different EQ to the rest of the world mix, so that goes in the bin and we get one lovely difference. And that is just that the two mixes are as close as they can be, allowing for the huge sonic leap of the stereo, which allows the crisp nature of the human voice to ride out on top in fine, fine fashion over the muffled mono. Mono into stereo. to stereo. Whew. And with that, we've come to the end of our look at the short and sweet Smiley Smile album, covering of course all 11 tracks, though 10 of them for the first time. When I thought I'll cover Smiley Smile, it's not been mixed too much and there's only 10 tracks things to look at, one of which is only a skerrick of a track. This will be a nice easy one. Oh boy, I did not realise what I was getting myself into, but I think it's made for a wonderful, wonderful episode of Mixology. It's been a lot of fun digging into the episode and while it's been more work, I think the reward has more than paid off and I hope you've enjoyed your time here today as well. 
If you've enjoyed what you heard and want to support more of it, as I said before, head on over to patreon.com forward slash back to mono. But I also just like to hear from you guys as well, as that in itself is a form of support, of course. So you can reach out to me at backtomonoradio at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on Instagram at hypnoticfred. The links to all of these are down in the description. Beyond that though, there's not too much else to say. I recently ran a big discussion post over on the Patreon looking at new albums to cover, and there's been a lot of great suggestions there that I'm going to delve into over the coming months. Certainly, I want to cover them as this is what my patrons want to hear. But above that, it just shows that there's some really interesting ones that I might not have thought of before. And there's an episode that's slightly different to usual that I'm going to be working on exclusively for the Patreon in the future as well. So keep an eye out for that as I'll mention it in a future episode of the show. And obviously, you can get it over on the Patreon if you so desire. But with all that out of the way, though, I've just got to say thank you so so much for listening and remember whoever you are and wherever you are have a smiley smile day Yeah. <laughs>